Welcome to Transcend into Wellness, where every week we chat about all things energy, spirituality, human design, and manifestation. I'm your host, Minu, and I'm a transformational life coach and energy healer. I'll be educating you on overcoming your fears, self-limiting beliefs, and raising your vibrations so that you may achieve lasting peace and happiness. Awesome. Olivia, welcome to Transcend Into Wellness podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and I've absolutely loved being your friend, being your coach the whole nine these few months. Yes. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. It's been so fun getting to know myself with you. Um, and I'm excited to kind of talk about my journey and our journey. Right. Oh, my God. So tell us a little bit, tell the listeners a little bit about who Olivia is, how you found me and, you know, just basically how you were doing like before, you know, we started anything together. Yeah. So I think something that is really uh, definitive about this time in my life is I had just graduated college. Um, I just moved to Nashville there was tons of things going on, tons of changes happening. And this was all coupled with some childhood trauma and things that I had dealt with my entire life. But being on my own for the first time, wanting to take care of myself, wanting to really figure out who I am, um, really led me to take some steps to figure out how I can live my life better, how I can take care of myself better. Uh, I started doing some research, and that's actually how I found you, Mino. Um, and I'm so happy that I took the step to come and see you for the first time, because right away I knew, right away I knew that this was going to be something. Um, I guess I didn't know exactly how it was going to impact me. I just knew that it was different than anything I had experienced before. Oh, my God. So a little bit about Olivia, guys. Like when I saw her, she was like, you know, very calm and composed and like very like, I don't want to say timid, but, you know, came across like that. But then reserved. I knew. That, yeah, very reserved. And then I knew that there was like this untapped potential, untapped energy. It is really hard to explain what it is. But I could see that like in your aura, I could see that in your energy. And then I'm like, there's something about this girl. Like there's just some fire, like, you know? And then when I did like, when we did the energy healing, I could like see that. Like, I was like, oh my God, like so much light was flowing in from your heart. And I was like, oh my God, is she a healer? Is she, what is she? Is she a light worker too? And I, I remember like, talking to you about it briefly after our session and I mean it's just been honestly amazing and so yeah you you said you found me through a lot of research and clearly your higher self was like girl like <laughs> yes <laughs> I was totally led to you and it's so interesting to hear you talk about um how you perceived me when we first met because you really helped me identify parts of my character and parts of who I've always been, um, but had really been conditioned to uh, try and shrink and having a big personality and being outgoing and spontaneous and funny um, has always very much been a part of who I am, but it's also been something that's caused uh, 
conflict with other people. It's not always been received well. Um, I can, I can be a big person in a room and I definitely carried a lot of insecurity about that and was shrinking really my identity. Right, right. Yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, like, because I mean, obviously, that was validated for me on another level when I did your human design and you were a manifester and manifestors, you know, people that understand human design and you're listening to this. It's like you guys know that you have you have this like big energy, like you're here to actually dominate the room. You're here to actually rule the world. You're like this big initiator energy. And I was like, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> like that's probably what I saw in the session. So I, I just absolutely like love the energy, Olivia. Like I feel like in a collective, as a collective, as women, we are told to like suppress our voices. We're told to be timid. We're told to be quiet, to be that mm -hmm. like you know that nice girl syndrome and I mean I'm like who the fuck cares about being nice let's just be real you know yeah absolutely and it's so amazing like once you start living in your truth like that and and allowing that energy to flow freely all the parts of who you are the world starts to feel lighter it makes there's less resistance against you there's not so much friction in the world when you're living in your truth things flow in a way that almost feels easy at times things that would have been so challenging and set me back so far um anxiety especially that feeling uh that weight I just don't carry it anymore because my energy is flowing so much more uh truthfully freely right right and that's just so amazing so you would probably you probably had anxiety you had a little bit of low confidence. You also struggled a little bit with self-worth, you know, almost like getting your voice out, you know, and you know, what else am I missing? Maybe a little bit depression too, right? Am I, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just to kind of go into the backstory a little bit more. Um, I had a tumultuous relationship with my parents between my dad um abusing substances and being in the condition he is now where he is disabled um, and I'm more of an, a caretaker role to him than a daughter and then also not being very close with my mom um, mm -hmm. led to a lot of those issues. I was very depressed growing up uh, and I tried therapy and I took medication um, and over time I did get to a better place. But all of that pain and ickiness was still sitting inside of my body. And that's what I didn't know was going to happen the first day I came in and, and knew what I experienced was different. I didn't realize that it was possible to let that go. It was possible for my body to let so much of that go. And that helped. I mean, depression and anxiety almost feels foreign to me. And it used to be a part of my everyday life. Right. Wow. That is so powerful. That is just so powerful that you have dealt with so much, which is like years of like trauma in the body and then just being stored in that body, carrying that, still carrying on with life because we got to adult and do shit, you know, and still, you know, functioning and doing all the things that you're supposed to do. That must have been extremely heavy to carry for so many years. And, you know, so how do you feel now like what do you think that you've mainly overcome in the last like two and a half months of like working together 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted so badly for attention um, as a result of how I grew up. And that mm-hmm. led me to be const- in this cycle of people pleasing constantly, constantly, constantly. Mm-hmm. And that played a huge role in my relationships. Um, it damages trust when one person, myself, is not able to be fully themselves because I was so constantly in this state of focusing on how to please people, how I was pe- being perceived. Um, mm-hmm. And once I was able to let all of that go, being able to be in a state of peer peer potentiality and like understanding um, when I allow my energy to flow freely and I'm not judgmental of it. And after having released all the things I was carrying, it was like the world was started to show me who I am. Um, without other people. And it came so easily, it flows so easily. Um, Being able to manifest is definitely part of it. But sometimes it's like it doesn't even take that work because the universe is always giving. And it's a constant exchange. And I just didn't realize that the world was screaming at me this whole time that like, I'm meant to be who I am. Um, and so I think the big takeaway is that I don't know exactly who I am, but now <laughs> I have the, I have the ability to see like the world opening in front of me, creating my story and being okay with not knowing all the answers and, uh, being okay with failing. Um, it just all feels easy and such a flow state. It's really, it's really incredible. And that's so amazing. So do you feel anxiety and depression these days? Or do you feel like you've like cleared it out of the body now that we did a lot of work? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like I said, it feels foreign to me almost. I can, I can see it even in like family members of mine. I can recognize the way that I, I used to feel. I can see those characteristics but I don't remember what they felt like in my body. I I feel so far removed from what used to ha- take a second to kick in. If, if I heard something or even just sitting around the house, this bubble of anxiety would take over my body. It was inescapable. It's, it's an entirely visceral reaction this fight or flight mode and my body is so far removed from that I just I can't imagine what it's like anymore and I feel I feel so much sympathy for who I was and like how much work and energy that took away from me every day to try and keep that suppressed um yeah I feel like so free from anxiety and depression even when things are hard that's amazing that's just so much like progress and you know obviously so much credit goes to you because you asked questions you did the work like you know and if I may share this is such an interesting ritual that Olivia actually did which is a rage ritual because one of the things that she had to work with was suppressed anger which was in her which which was a part of her for a very long time because of her childhood and 
other things, right? So we actually did a rage ritual and she did it and she released so much anger that was in her body and then she felt so free. But what we are thought as a collective, as a society is like, don't feel things. Like if you're angry, like push it down. If you're sad, push it down, like take a pill, distract yourself, go do something else. Everything that we are thought as a collective is so wrong. Like, oh my mm -hmm. God, like, if only like, if only word spread that feeling, just feeling the feelings is the key to ultimate freedom. Like, can you imagine how many people would feel free? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The raised session. It's like a recreational adult tantrum. It mm -hmm. is. I came to Mino after having done it alone. Also, I made it part of my routine and I still do it when I need to. Um, I had so much fun and that sounds so strange when we're talking about anger and rage, but it was so freeing and I scared myself almost. I was so surprised by what came out of me because to go back to how I felt about people pleasing, I was so mm. worried all the time about how I would make people feel that I would right. even let myself the second I got angry, it was immediately pushed that down. I wouldn't even process it with myself, um, regardless of other people. So being able to let that out, I mean, that was one of the biggest changes that has been such an issue in like relationships, romantically, friendships, family in my life. Um, and just like anxiety and depression, like I don't recognize the girl that used to get so angry, that used to have so much rage that she carried with her. I am as cool as a cucumber now who occasionally has a glass of wine and a little rage session. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. And it's like, even the way you say it is like, it's so intentional. It's like, I have a glass of wine and then I have a rage. <laughs> yes. With intention, it's amazing. <laughs> It really is like a treat, you know, like it's like taking yourself on a date, but way more fun. I, I just can't even express how lovely it feels to let that human human out of you. That yeah. anger is so part of who we are as humans. And we try so, so hard to run away from it. Right, right. Because we're just scared of like, what if, what if, what if, and what if, like, nothing's going to happen at the end of the day, like, whatever you feel, the truth is, you're going to be alive. You are alive. Mm -hmm. no, nobody is going anywhere. I feel like the mind jumps to the worst case situation. So we don't let ourselves even like feel the extent of it, right? So that's just so damn cool. And thank you for obviously being vulnerable and sharing that because I feel like we need to normalize these things for people to have a safe outlet so that people can just be and people can just feel and people can just be human because we are human beings, right? We're having a human experience. We're not mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, we are spiritual beings, but we're having a human experience, which means highs, lows, ups, downs, happy, sad, ecstasy, you know, all of it, rage, being a part of it, everything is a part of the beautiful person that you are. Like, that's what culminates the human that you are. And a lot of people don't want to come to terms with that. And they struggle their entire lives running away and fighting that, which is a sad way to live, honestly, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's interesting that you like say like being alive too, because the less 
that you let those emotions out and let yourself feel that, the less alive you're going to feel. Um, and that's when I say that the universe is revealing to me who I am, I'm feeling things truthfully and wholly for the first time. I'm feeling them as Olivia, not as this conditioned idea of who I wanted to be. I'm living as myself and I'm feeling as myself. And I never thought of myself as an emotional person. <laughs> I am so emotional. I had just been packing it down, packing it away and ignoring it and suppressing it and not really being alive. Right. Wow. That's a beautiful way to say it. Not really being alive. Because what does it mean to be alive? To be alive is to experience all spectrums of emotions, to experience yeah. life. Is that is what being alive is otherwise even even as it shows like even in the monitor it's like if it's a straight line if the pulse rate is straight it means you're dead if it's up and right. down down then you're alive it's like so life is up and down and emotions are going to be up and down but i feel like what we need is to know and understand our own emotions and have tools to regulate ourselves the point is not to control the emotions the point is not to control the thoughts it is to regulate and have so much autonomy over okay i'm feeling this how do i get to a better state or how do i release this like when if you're able right. to have tools i feel like people can be very empowered so tell me a little bit about the tools that we did like obviously we did like tapping we used meditation breath work like so much like good stuff like how do yes. you incorporating it and what do you think has benefited you the most about the tools oh my goodness yeah so at first uh with tapping it was definitely like something I could pull out of my back pocket if I did feel overwhelmed at work um going through my day-to-day etc uh but once I kind of had released most of that and we did the really focused deep tapping um <laughs> that was just life-changing because at the root of all those small emotions is really big parts of who we are that can weigh you down maybe even in your root chakra so like it's really controlling and uh holding you back so when I was able to release those big emotions like guilt and shame and fear um that weren't tied to an event but were just an energy in itself um that was really, really freeing, really amazing. Yeah. That's, I that's, also, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that's just amazing. You you hit the nail on the wall when you said root chakra because that is literally where so many things are stored for people. Yes, yes, absolutely. And especially like having gone through a lot of things at a young age, it helped me tackle issues that I don't necessarily have the words to talk about or express but are still in my body things that have happened a long time ago um can still be released and are still there holding you back uh so that deep tapping was just really amazing i also love my personal mantra which i won't say on here but it is very uh <laughs> life-giving um, yeah. So much so that even in the afternoon, when the day kind of starts to drag, if I take a moment to meditate and chant my mantra, I 
feels so refreshed. It's like splashing cold water on your face. And I tend to fill my cup and renew myself with meditation and my mantra. That's one of my greatest tools because it really is. I can sit and do that for 15 minutes and come out feeling totally restored. That is like so amazing. Yeah, meditation, I feel like has been life changing for me. So I I make sure to incorporate that in literally all of my programs. So for anybody that is like, you know, probably in their healing journey, probably doing therapy, like if you were to like sum up this boot camp and tell them, you know, how it would benefit them, like what would you tell that person that's like wanting to take that step, but it's like hesitating? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the other tools that we use to cope with anxiety, cope with depression, um, cope with fear or an uh, inability to focus even, uh, are just band-aids and are approaching the matter as a problem to fix. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's something to heal and you are not broken. It is just mm-hmm. a a moment of, uh, it's an opportunity to grow. I think when we're at our lowest lows, um, we are looking for any way. Everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to feel light and energy. Um, and so we're very quick to say yes to a pill or um, a conversation with someone who's a doctor it feels like what we're supposed to do. Mm. Um, But what we really need to do is understand and learn and love and heal the parts of us that are making us feel that way. And a pill doesn't know who you are. It doesn't know your trauma, your history. A therapist Mm. doesn't know who you are, your trauma, your history. You can hear all of these things. But to heal yourself, you already have the answers within your body. And I think Reiki and energy healing helps you learn how to heal yourself. You already have all of the tools within your energy, within your being, within the universe. And it's all just waiting for you to use them and to untangle the knot of who you are. Um, And once you do, you're like, on top of the wave of life instead of getting instead of fighting against it and just getting pummeled by the waves you're up on a surfboard you're riding the waves and enjoying and sometimes you fall off but you've got a surfboard you can get right back up it's building the foundation rather than numbing your emotions for a little bit or just sticking a band-aid on Yeah, that is incredibly the way you explained it, like untangling. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) those words like that's because that's what we're doing. We're all like tangled up in anxiety, tangled up in the stories that we tell ourselves, like all these like fake stories of fear. Right. So Mm -hmm. when you tangle it, you see the story completely differently. You see life completely differently. And it's a whole new brand new vision I still remember Olivia saying this I think after the first session I think you were like oh my god I want to scream on top of the world and tell everybody how good I feel (laughs) yes yes 
Oh my gosh. Yes. It's yeah. such an amazing, it's so, so amazing. And I think the experience is probably different for everyone, you know, um, yeah. because you're right. Like I had to do a lot of work on my own to get where I am today. And I think that looks different for everyone. And it's a really, really magical experience to have with yourself it, to, to come and take care of yourself and support yourself in a really impactful way. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Each person's experience is so subjective. And like I said, it's like, I like to work with people that are also self-led, but also are not afraid to be vulnerable. Also not afraid to like do the work in the office or via Zoom. Like they're not afraid to like go deeper, right? And I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to work with somebody like you. Like you are so fearless when it comes to... <laughs> You know, going in that like deep, dark waters with me when I was even when I was like guiding you into it, you have to go there with me. And I think like you did such an amazing job just like going there and getting everything out and clearing it out of the body. Like I couldn't have done this without your cooperation and your trust in me. So I really love you and I, I'm so excited for you. So I have one question for you before we wrap up. So now that you have an ocean of tools in your hands on how to regulate yourself and all the amazing things, how do you envision your future now that you're on the other side of trauma? Yeah, that's beautiful. First of all, I love you too. And it is trust. I have so much trust in you. Um, and I, I am just so grateful for everything that you've done for me and done with me. Uh, my future feels so incredibly colorful um it doesn't feel like I am necessarily even working towards anything but tomorrow I am so mystified by life now and every day that every day feels like a surprise and I'm not scared of the unknown anymore yeah I think my life is going to be exactly how it's supposed to be and I have no idea what that is and I'm so excited by that <laughs> Oh my God, that is the best freaking answer I have ever heard. No idea how that <laughs> be colorful. Every day is different and I'm just excited. Oh my God. It's like, it's almost like hearing a four-year-old talk about life, but we all have yes. that. We all have that inner child that just wants to come and play and wants to be herself and not worry so much, not worry and mm -hmm. care about opinions and just live like you said like live really yes. stay alive, feel the spectrum of emotions and on that note like thank you so much for your time today it has been incredible it is truly an honor to work with somebody like you that is so young like olivia is just in her 20s guys and she's done like amount the amount of work that she's done is like tremendous amount of work and i'm just like i don't even know like who she's going to be in her 30s i'm like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like remember me <laughs> oh my gosh how couldn't I <laughs> you'll be right there with me I'm gonna be right there with you and I'm just so excited for everything that is about to unfold everything that is happening still and all of the people that are going to come in contact with you with your light that you feel right now I just wish other people will feel it someday and on that note thank you so much for your time and your beautiful energy today and thank you listeners for listening to this episode and i will catch you guys 
next week. But before that, Olivia, do you have any final words for people that are listening? It is never too late or too early to heal yourself. Ooh, I love that. Never too late or too early. Yes. So if you're 71 and listening to this, it's not too late. <laughs> if you're not <laughs> this, it's not too late. That's, that's beautiful. I freaking love that. And thank you so much, guys. I will see you all on the next week's episode and transcend into wellness. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Transcend Into Wellness podcast. If this episode resonated with you or served you in any way, big or small, make sure to share it on your social media and tag me at Transcendence by Mino. I always love to be a part of any breakthroughs you have. Namaste.